Hi, welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast, where every mom can find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. You'll hear interviews with all kinds of moms who are learning how to navigate motherhood. Most of all, you'll learn that you have a partner in motherhood, a loving Heavenly Father who wants you to succeed and is always there to help you in your most important work as a mother. And now, here's your host, my mom, Dara Trendler. Welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. I'm excited to have you here today, and I'm excited for you to hear my guest, Crystal Lee Beck. Crystal Lee is happily married, and she's a mama to two cute little kids. Her daughter is four, and her son just turned three, and she and her husband just celebrated their eighth anniversary. They live in Ogden, Utah, where they spend a lot of time in the mountains. Crystal Lee is also an entrepreneur, and she is passionate about helping other mothers be entrepreneurs as well. And she does that through her business, The Mama Ladder. So welcome to the podcast, Crystal Lee. Thanks for having me, Darla. I am really excited to talk to you. Um, One of the things that I wanted to start out with is I would love to know what would be like your ideal day as a mom? What is your best day? What would that look like? You know, I'm glad you asked that because I feel like I live my ideal day almost every day. That is awesome. I call it put, put my ideal day on repeat. And it's something that, that I teach other women to do. And so, so for me, I, I have three things that I focus on each day and I keep it really simple for myself. So, and they all start with B body, babies, and business. And, and that's kind of the order of priority for me. So body, for me, that's not, it is taking care of my physical body, but it's really, overall, it's loving myself and taking care of my mind, body, and spirit. So taking time with God, taking time to exercise, taking time with truth in whatever form, whether it's reading a really good book or scriptures. And and then with my babies, um, that's a, a nice word really for family. Cause I think of my husband's my baby, you know, so <laughs> my, my babies, my kids, and then also my husband making, um, specific time for them where I'm focused on them and we're enjoying each other. And then, then business for me is, um, my creative outlet through my business. I love and, that. <laughs> thank you. So I, I section out time in my day for each of those things. And, and for me, that that's kind of my happiness equation. It works really well for me. So, you, so one one of the words that came to my mind when you were saying those three Bs is the word intention. You, it sounds like you have been very intentional about crafting your life and and making it work for you. So, what does that look like? You set aside blocks of time for each of those three areas. Yes. So for me, the morning, so really from the time we wake up until 12 or, or one ish is my body and baby's time where during that time, and I don't, I, I try to keep it pretty flexible, but just during that time, I exercise in some way, some kind of movement. So this morning, for example, I took my kids on a hike and right now I'm 33 weeks pregnant, so I can't go very far, but we we, it was probably like a half a mile, maybe three fourths of a mile, but we went down the street to the trails by our, our home and went on a little adventure. The whole thing was maybe 40 minutes, but just walked around and had some fun. So for me, I love doing that because it's, 
it's it's doing two at once. It's being really efficient because I'm taking care of my body and I'm also enjoying my kids and have, making really uh, meaningful memories with them. And then the afternoons, I dedicate to focusing on my business or creative efforts. And so I have a babysitter who comes to my home. And actually, they, my kids just started preschool. So they go a couple of days a week to preschool. And and that's my time where I really focus and get down to business, literally, mm-hmm. and get things done. And then in the, after, in the late afternoon, so about five-ish, so I usually work from like one to five, so about four hours a day. The evenings are also for my family where we had to do dinner and bedtime and all of that stuff. So I kind of have these three different chunks of the day and and I have a lot of room to mix it up. I mean, some days we'll go to the children's museum and I'll go swimming or, you know, I, I like to have variety, but but having kind of that structure really helps me fulfill my needs and be able to take care of my kids and what's important to me. That that is so good, and we've t- I've talked to lots of other guests about that. You have to fill up your own cup. You have to fill yourself before you can go out and give to your family. And it really sounds like you've got that really great balance of of doing all those things and being intentional about it. You mentioned hiking, and I want to talk about hiking because I think <laughs> I love this that you are not afraid. Three and four. That's that's not really big kids to be taking hiking, but you do it, and I love that. So, can you tell us a little bit more about? hiking and why you've kind of chosen that to do to do with your children and then what lessons you've been able to teach your children while you're hiking and along the way. Oh, I love talking about this because <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in the whole world. And and my kids, they've basically I mean, from the time they were infants, I've been taking them, strapping them on and taking them on hikes. And I'll do the same with this third baby. So they've been they've been out on hikes literally since they were like two months old. And so now my kids, they can do a mile and a half round trip, but all by themselves. And, and they are young, but they're really good little hikers. And so we have, we, I'm so fortunate where I live that we have so many different hiking options and, and they're, I mean, literally within five minutes, I've got like 10 different places we can go hiking. And so we go on these wonderful adventures and um, example Last week, I was just feeling creative at that day, and they were saying they wanted to do like a treasure hunt. And so I got out a piece of paper and a sharpie, and I and I made a little treasure map and and put an X that there'd be some pirate gold or whatever. And then they wanted to dress up, so she was a princess and he was a pirate. And we went on this hike, and I hid a little bag of pennies under some sticks I made into an X, and they were just so excited <laughs> about it. And um. And for us, the, those those memories and the time that we spent outside, that really is what I I want them to remember of of their childhood and their memories with me because it's so it's so special and bonding for us. And we sing songs, and, and I teach them. Um, you asked about the lessons that we've learned, and and I'm I'm able. I ask them a lot about using their senses. Like, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? And and it's cute. Sometimes they'll get it mixed up. Like the other day, my girl said, "Mom, I smell water." <laughs> and she, <laughs> she was trying to say, "I hear water," but um, it it's been for for us. It, the trails have been really our classroom 
for me being able to teach them. And I, and I get to teach them a lot about God when we're outside Mm -hmm. and, and about Heavenly Father's creations and, and seeing the world. I mean, right now with the leaves starting to change, being able to explain the seasons and um, it's, for me, it's just this adventure land that we both, we all of us love. So. <laughs> oh, I think your kids will have very fond memories of that. And I love that you're starting them young. I've got a 14 year old that I can't get to go on a hike and I probably should have started when he was four. Um, but that, that is so great. And I love what you said about the spiritual connection that you feel from hiking and teaching them about, about God and his creations. That, that is great. Your kids are totally going to remember that. It's such, such a, such a good thing. So what do you want your children to know about life and, and how do you teach them? Oh, such a good question. So some of the things that my husband and I have talked about that are really important to us, we really want to teach our children to be kind. First of all, I think that's probably the the number one thing um, to just treat other people with love and kindness. And then the second thing that's really important to us as parents is teaching them to be independent in the sense that they believe in themselves and they believe in their ability to make good decisions. I mean, that's been one of the the biggest lessons of life that I've had so far is learning to trust myself and be okay with doing what is important to me, even if it looks different than someone else. I think instilling confidence in them. So it's confidence and kindness. And then the third thing I like to say is being contributors that they they contribute to the community. They're they're willing to serve essentially, but um, but having that kind of confidence in themselves, I think, is something. If if I can do that for them, then I will have have succeeded as a mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Confidence is so important because if they can have confidence in themselves, then they can do whatever else they need to do. And I love what you said about kindness too, because. You know, I've told my kids, I don't care if you have straight A's. I don't care, you know, if you did well at your recital or whatever. None of that really matters if you're an unkind person. Like, I want you to be kind. And that that's such an important thing to teach. And I love what you said about teaching them confidence and kind of doing things your own way, because I know that's kind of the philosophy that you have about motherhood is that, you know, you're not going to live by someone else's expectations and you kind of have the philosophy that you're just embracing motherhood in your own way. So I would love to hear, what does that mean to you? So it's definitely been a journey. And I mean, here, I mean, my girl's four and a half, so I'm I'm still fairly new at this whole motherhood thing, but I, I feel really fortunate. I've learned pretty early on that I get to do this Crystal Lee way. Like I get to yeah. do it in my way and it doesn't have to look like how my mom did it or how my grandparents did it. And at first, I, I'd say probably the first year of being a mother with a young baby, I really struggled with a lot of those questions of, is it okay that I'm, I'm doing things this way or that I think this? Or, And I think we all have to kind of evolve and figure out what works for us. But I'm at a point now with my kids and, and and in my confidence in being their mom that I feel really good about just doing things how I do them. So example, to give you an example. So I'd always thought that I would be the mom who did lots of crafts at home. Like I always thought that that that's the mom I would be, but with some of the priorities that I have right now, 
We don't do a ton of crafts at home, but I do take them every week to a children's museum where we do crafts there. And we have a great time and they make all kinds of like puppets and I mean, all kinds of little books and things. And, and I'm there and I'm present and I'm focused with them and I don't have to clean up the mess at my house. And it just works for us. It works great that they're getting that craft time, but it's not like all over my house and, and I'm okay with that. I feel great about it. <laughs> like that for me, like check done, you know, yeah. it's simple. It does the job. <laughs> so did you ever have a time where you felt like, I don't really know who I am as a mother? How, did you ever have a time where you kind of had to explore, you know, this is, this is what I want to be, or you tried something that didn't work? Yeah. And I would say that during that first year, I had definitely had some of some of those kind of questions because at the time I was still the breadwinner in our family. My husband, um, we both had graduated, um, from our graduate programs, but he was like in between. And honestly, he was kind of in a spot. He was struggling with some different depression. Like he was just struggling. So I was still our breadwinner and I had a baby at home who I really wanted to be with and I wanted more Mm -hmm. time. And so I was, I was every day asking myself like, what am I doing? Like, I want more time with my girl. And what am I doing spending 40, 50 hours a week with people that are fine to work with, but they're not who I want to be around. Like I want to be with my baby. And, and thankfully for me, I ended out when just after she turned a year and I was actually already pregnant with my second baby ended up being laid off. And that was the best thing that could have happened because it, it gave us this junction point with me and my husband that we could pass the baton and, and he moved forward and he's doing awesome in his job. And I'm so proud of him. But that first year, there were a lot of those questions and it was really painful. And I felt like I, I wasn't living my values or, or being the mom I wanted to be. And, and I'm, I'm just, I'm almost glad that I had that year though, because it, I appreciate so much what I have now where I really am living my values and what matters to me. That's great. And I think that gives hope to someone who is in the that part of it where they're struggling to know what does this look like for me? You know, what what is motherhood to me? We can all figure that out for ourselves, but sometimes it is a struggle. So what advice would you give to a mom who's maybe weighed down with other people's expectations and wants to find herself in her own rhythm and her own way of doing it? What advice would you give to her? Okay, so advice on for a mom who feels weighed down by other people's expectations, I would like to tell you that you are entrusted from God to be a mother and he trusts you to do this in in the only in your way. There's only one you and and the relationship that you have with your child is so sacred and special and he trusts you to have that and to be there for them as as who you are and and so you don't need to feel like you have to do it someone else's way he's he's given you and entrusted you with this this child and with this really this calling to to be a mother and and you I mean there's no one else who we can trust more than God, right? He, right. And if he, if he's entrusting us, then I think we can look at that and feel really good about the gifts and the talents that he's given us and the, even the ideas that he gives us and the inspiration that he gives us in 
how to to run our home and how to be there for our kids and um and ultimately he's got our back so feel good about yourself <laughs> yeah i i really think that's that's a key thing that keeps kind of coming up for me is that we need to remember as moms that he sent these children to us for a reason and you know, our neighbor is not the perfect mom for them and our sister-in-law and whoever, we're the perfect mom for them. And, and he will, he's called us and he'll equip us. He'll, he'll, he'll make it okay. And it's, I think it's important too, to, to rely on him because, you know, I've noticed in my motherhood journey that I figure something out for one kid and then I have another kid that it doesn't work on. And so I have to go back to the drawing board and, you know, he's always there because he knows my kids individually and, and he knows, he knows what they need and he, he will equip us. He will, he's already given us everything that we need for those kids. I love what you said about just trusting God and, and not worrying about other people's expectations, but you know, let's get our validation from him and, and know who we are from him. That is really great. So another thing that you told me is, it goes right along with this, is that you live your life at the intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship. And <laughs> you're talking about your three Bs that definitely I can, I can see that. Um, we talked a little bit about what that looks like for you, but how do you make it all work? You know, do you ever have times where it's hard to balance it all? And what does that look like? Oh, definitely. I have moments. I mean, so I look at both business and babies or like running a household um, in the, from the lens of like trying being efficient and using time in ways that are purposeful. And I, um, I value time so much. Like I really mean it when I say I value time more than money, like we can never get time back. So I set up systems both for my family and for my business. So for example, I um, each semester I, I have, I hire a college age girl from the community to just be in our home and watch my kids. And, and sometimes they stay for more than a semester, but I usually do it a semester at a time and we figure out the schedule. And, um, but last week was a week in between. So I had someone for the summer and then fall semester started. So I didn't have a babysitter last week, but I still had business commitments in the afternoon that I needed to have covered covered time where I could be focused. So I was like totally scrambling and I had to have four different people watch my kids and drive them like to different places. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it was kind of crazy, but it was just for one week. And like, it's okay. It's okay. And now we're back in a rhythm and we've got our, our fall babysitter, but absolutely there are times when things get a little out of whack, but for the most part, I feel like I try to keep it very simple and and that works. It works for me and it works for my kids. So when you say you have systems, could you give us an example of that? Yeah. So even things like hiring a, a babysitter, I I have like a protocol that I go by. So I have like an, an agreement that I've written up that we'll, we'll walk through and talk through. And for me, it's worked really well to find college age. This has been an evolution and a lesson that I've learned um, that college age young women are fantastic to have as like in-home babysitters for a few reasons. Um, they, well, they're a little more mature than like teenage girls. They have more flexible schedule and they, they love that they can come and when my kids take naps, they can be doing their homework. Um, and I'm really flexible with them. Like if they have 
a crazy finals week and they need a couple of days off, like that's no problem for me. They just mm-hmm. let me know. And if they need vacation time, like I'm totally cool with that. So it's a very flexible college job for them. And basically they get paid to play. I mean, they're doing chalk pictures and puzzles and, you know, they're having yeah. a good time. So it's a, it's a great job for them. Um, but, but yeah, anything that I do more than once in any area of my life, I try to have a process. And one of the the real tricks in business is to document that process. So in I in my business, I have handbooks where anytime that I'm going to be repeating something, I have it documented. And the reason that's important is so that you can hand it off to someone else. Um, because I'm I'm just me and I just work part-time hours. Um, and so in order to really grow my business, I, I need a team. So anyways, hopefully that right. answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. That really does that. You know, I think, I think of systems and processes as kind of a business, you know, term, but you can use those in any part of your life. And it sounds like that's what you've done. So really there is an intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship It all, you know, kind of helps us. And I, I really think it's great that we live in a day and age where moms can have that option. I mean, there was a generation ago where that really wasn't as much of an option as it is today. And I, I think it's a really great time that we live in that we can, you know, have those things just for ourselves and still be there for our kids and, and do all of that. I, I think that's great. I love what you said about valuing, valuing time more than money, that, you know, having those processes and doing all those things allows you to be able to do that. Okay, so another question, and this is a little more spiritual. I don't know how to shift gears here, but (laughs) here we go. So how do you keep yourself spiritually grounded? You have a lot going on, you know, all these different demands on your time and and everything. How do you keep yourself spiritually grounded? I spend time every day on spiritual thoughts. Um, So a a couple ways that I do that. Ideally, and... And I'm pretty good about this. Most days, like I, I wake up and I, I'll do, I'll spend some time with the scriptures. Um, today, today I didn't, so I'll be honest about that. But, um, like personally, just for myself. But I did spend time with scriptures with my kids. So during breakfast time, we do a little devotional, and sometimes it's three minutes, and sometimes it's ten. But we were very consistent about that. That I get them set up with breakfast, and I sit down with them and. And they've actually learned five scriptures that they can say that they've memorized. It's so cute. Um, but we yeah, we'll repeat scriptures and I'll and I'll read from from we finished the New Testament in spring, so now we're reading the Book of Mormon. Um, but yeah, every day they're hearing and I and I'm reading out loud to them scriptures. So even if I miss my personal study, I still get that time where I'm reading to them every day and, and they remind me if I if we're in a hurry or I forget. And then I would say for me that time in the mountains, not I mean so sometimes with my kids, but mostly when I go by myself, um, which I, I do every Saturday that I can. I mean, unless I'm sick or out of town, I go on a hike and I, I kind of mix it up about half and half. I'll go with some girlfriends or I'll go by myself. And even just this past weekend, I went by myself. And for me, it is like an hour long prayer that Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm spending time with my maker and I'm, I'm thinking higher thoughts and literally seeing higher views. And it's very spiritual for me. The mountains are, are a place where I feel so close to him and he has 
taught me so much on those trails. And so it's, it's so much more to me than just like a fitness thing or a, just kind of a fun activity. Although it is that too, it's for me, it's also my holy place. <laughs> it yeah. really is. <laughs> I, I think that's really good. A good reminder that, you know, sometimes we think of spiritual things and we, and we just think of these check boxes and, you know, this is the, there's one way to do it. And there's not, I mean, you have found something that you love and it's a way that you can connect with God. And so you go and do that and it doesn't look like what someone else does. And, and that's okay. I, I really love that. I think that's really important to just find how you commune with God and, and go with it. It doesn't have to look like what everybody else is doing. That's that's really great. Well, we are almost out of time, and I've really loved talking to you and hearing your perspectives. I think you have a lot to offer to other mothers. But one final question I have for you is, how have you seen and felt God as your partner in motherhood? Well, I love that question, Darla. And I really do see, and it's such a great time to ask me right now as a very pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do see that being a mother is, is co-creating life and and obviously my my husband's involved too but um it's really the three of us like me my husband and god that we're we're a team in not only like creating this this body for this baby but um bringing them in into the world and into our home and and i feel so often i feel guided by the spirit um in how i'm how I'm treating my kids. And when I start getting impatient or snappy at them, like I'll, I will feel chided. I feel both guided and chided, but Mm. I'll have moments where I'll feel this little, like, Hey, like be gentle. Like you don't need to be upset with them, you know, and I'll, I'll just, I'll feel it. It'll be this little gentle whispering and I'll like, Oh yeah. Okay. I, I need to have more patience or, um, sometimes I'll just have kind of inspiration on things that I can, like questions I can ask my kids or in the ways that I'm interacting with them, instead of being, being forceful in giving them their room to think for themselves and, and, and come up with their own answers. And I really try, I'm really trying to parent them in a a godly way. (laughs) And I definitely am human and I, I don't always get it right. I want to share, um, Russell M. Nelson shared, it's like my new motherhood mantra. He says, love them, lead them and let them go. And I'm, I'm trying to do that. I'm I'm trying to give them like, love them and, and, and lead them, guide them, but then let them make their own choices. And, and hopefully starting so, so young at that, hopefully I'll be ready when they really are big and I really do need to let them go. We'll both be ready for that. That is so good. I've, I love that quote. Love them, lead them, and let them go. As a mom that just let one of mine go, <laughs> I can tell you. Um, but, you know, this is the time to prepare them for that. And and that is what we're preparing them for. And I, I just love, I love what you said, that he chides you, he guides you. And, you know, he's there in all those little details of your life. So thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, thanks for giving me a space to share, Darla. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's been really great. Thanks for coming on. 
I know you have a million things to do, and I'm grateful you took the time to listen to today's podcast. I hope the episode helped you to know God is your partner in motherhood. For show notes, head over to spirituallymindedmom.com. For more motherhood inspiration, follow along on Instagram, at spirituallymindedmom. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on iTunes. This helps more moms to find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. Have an amazing day, and remember, you are doing God's work, and you are doing it wonderfully well.